the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Jim Clark. Well, there are two trivia questions from the Bible that every Christian should know. Tonight, you are going to be shocked and blessed to know the answers to these two trivia questions and much more because we are not pretending we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you doing tonight? Brother Jim, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for uh, joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be blessed by our program tonight. And as Brother Jim has said, this brings us to part one, dealing with trivia questions uh, from the Bible. Trivia questions from the Bible. And, you know, it was always uh, an exciting thing to get trivia questions in Sunday school when we were coming up and uh, learning the books of the Bible. And I know I started off uh, teaching my son uh, when he was five years of age about the books of the Bible. And our son, Ben, can say all of the books of the Bible now, still today, because I started with him very young. And uh, we'll have him share that sometime in, in church as well, and people get touched by that. Trivia questions from the Bible. And uh, as Brother Jim has said, we're going to deal with uh, two of those uh, important questions from a biblical perspective. And uh, I want to kind of mess with the, the uh, number one first, the number one first, because we hardly ever hear a teaching on the number one first. Uh, and uh, so I want to say, these two trivia questions, uh, where did the, number one, where did the first religion start? Where did the first religion start? That's a trivia question. And number two, where was the first sacrifice in the Bible? So number one, where did the first religion start in the Bible? And number two, where was the first sacrifice in the Bible? Two critical, vital questions that every Christian should know. The Bible is filled with numbers, uh, like, for instance, number 3, number 7, 12, 14, on and on. But what about number 1, first, Alpha and Omega? We hardly ever hear a teaching on the first. And I want to kind of deal with the uh, teaching on the first from a biblical perspective. The book of Genesis, in the early chapters of Genesis, which describes, uh, in Genesis, it describes the first uh, creation, the first and only creation. You want to make a note of this when I mention all these firsts, just kind of like write it down so you can get it and share it with your family members and your church. Uh, So in the book of Genesis, in the early chapters of Genesis, which describes the first creation, the first and only creation, it also, in Genesis, describes the first week. Notice all these firsts I'm messing with. The first week. Uh, in Genesis, it describes the first people. 
The first people was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve or Jeeve and Beeve. <laughs> Genesis describes the first home, which was the Garden of Eden. Genesis describes the first temptation by Satan. Genesis describes the first lie by Satan. Genesis describes the first sin uh, and also the first death. And also it describes the first religion. Genesis describes also the first promise, the seed of the woman that's prophesied regarding Christ. And then Genesis also describes the first sacrifice. You know, uh, Harry Einstein once said that God had uh, started the first religion and Satan the second religion. That's interesting to hear that. Uh, But the first religion didn't start with the Tower of Babel. didn't start with the Tower of Babel. Many people think that that's true, but it's, it's not. Now, let me help you. Recall in Genesis from a historical setting in Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve sinned against God and their eyes were open and they both realized that they were naked and they were ashamed. So they tried to cover their nakedness with fig leaves. But fig leaves was indecent clothes. It made shabby clothes, unhealthy clothes, and unrighteous clothes. See, this was the uh, first religion in the Bible in Genesis. This is the first religion when they got the fig leaves because they were trying to work their salvation, trying to work their way out from their sin. And this is the thing that's the problem with cults and, and false religions. They always try to work their way to heaven. You see Jehovah's Witnesses out there knocking on doors and trying to earn their salvation. The Mormons are trying to earn their salvation. Cults are trying to earn their salvation, and false religions are trying to earn their salvation. And so God had to intervene and sacrifice an animal and make it right, the right garments of skin for them, to make righteous clothes for them. And God always knows the right type of clothes we should wear, even when it comes to spiritual warfare. Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18 talks about the spiritual armor of God. And we're just like Adam and Eve. We try to clothe ourselves. Now, listen to this carefully now. We try to clothe ourselves with our own self-righteousness. We try to clothe ourselves with pride and arrogance and self-seeking and doing our own things. And this spirit of self-righteousness and this first religion of Adam and Eve clothed himself with fig leaves is in all of us. We try to work around the plan purposes of God. God always knows best, like the famous saying, Father knows best. And we need that armor on because if we don't get equipped, we'll get whipped by the enemy. God tells us to wear the armor of God daily in order to defeat the devil but we're always trying to put on some other clothes, and we also find ourselves naked in unrighteousness. And that's one of the reasons why the devil gets us and manipulate us in our marriages, our homes, our children, our churches, because we're clothed in the works of the world, the works of the enemy. 
And so God had to sacrifice. The first sacrifice in the Bible, we find the first religion in the Bible with Adam and Eve trying to work their way to uh, salvation, which is the false salvation, a lie of the enemy. And then we see the first sacrifice, which was God himself killing an animal. This is the first sacrifice mentioned in the Bible. And where is this found? Where is the first sacrifice found in the Bible? Well, you need to know that. In Genesis chapter 3, make a note of that. In Genesis chapter 3, in verse 21, it says, Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Here is the first blood sacrifice mentioned in the Bible done by God himself. And I believe that the first sacrifice was an innocent animal, most likely a lamb, a typology to point to Jesus Christ as a lamb who were to take away the sins of the world, like John the Baptist said. And this animal, uh, this, and this animal uh, lost itself into the purposes of God, different from Adam and Eve who tried to lost themselves and lose themselves into another sacrifice other than the true sacrifice of a blood sacrifice. Now, God didn't record or reveal this just so we would know where the first clothes, the first sacrifice came from. But God recorded this revelation because it provides a biblical picture, a biblical typology of sacrifice, pointing to Jesus Christ as the true blood sacrifice for our sins. You know, it tells us in Hebrews, I believe it's 9 and 22, without the shedding of blood, there is no, no, listen to that, no remission of sin. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. We all got to go through Jesus Christ. No wonder why the Apostle Peter said in Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You can't be saved by works. You can't be saved by false religion and cults and doing it your way. you got to go Jesus' way. That's why Jesus said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He didn't say I'm many good ways, many truths, but one way, and that's the only way in Jesus Christ. Now, we have heard it over and over said that a picture is worth a thousand words, and this picture in the book of Genesis, all the way to Revelation, is filled with stories and lessons and historical events, which pictures the important truth. Quite often, the New Testament states the truth in Christ. And the Old Testament paints a picture of the truth uh, that is in case here in Genesis chapter 3. And Genesis chapter 3 paints an awesome picture of salvation pointing to Jesus Christ. Next time, we will deal with a painted picture that draws attention to three scenes in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verses 7 and 21. Next time, we will deal with these three scenes in Genesis, chapter 3, and verses 7 and 21. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches regarding this trivia question regarding the first religion that was taken and revealed in the Bible and the first sacrifice. Brother Jim. Amen, Dr. Buckner. Well, we've got to take a break and listen to our sponsors. Better serve you. Welcome back. My name is Jim Clark. I'm in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. We're uh, 
talking about the two uh, trivia questions from the Bible. But before we get back to that, we want to begin by thanking everyone who has been diligently praying for Contending for the Faith. Without your prayers, we would have never been on the air for so long. We also want to thank those who gave over the last couple of weeks, Jim and Kim, C.R., Charles, Jackie, Alfred, Richard and Carol, Sandra, Jerry and Nancy. It cost us $400 a week to stay on the air. Right now, we are caught up through the last, through last week. We are listener-supported, so we need your help. We need a total of $1,200 by August 18th to give KFAX. Won't you partner with us financially? We need your help now. The summertime is a difficult time for most radio ministries because people tend to take a vacation from their giving. There are two ways you can donate. Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or you can go onto your computer or laptop and type in contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org and click on the donate button. Uh, This month of August has been an extremely busy time for uh, Contending for the Faith staff. We have been in and out of the studio for many different reasons. We will also be out of the studio next weekend. We will air the best of uh, Contending for the Faith, and we will be back in the studio live and back on schedule August 18th. So thank you for your patience and prayers. Also, we are asking everyone to send up a special prayers for our original phone counselor staff, Rick Weinstein. On August 13th, he will be going through an amputation from his foot to his knee. And so we definitely want to pray for Rick. Uh, and, and But on some uh, happier news, we've uh, – um, well, actually, no, this is not happier news. This is, uh, th- this is a, a somber news. We need to pray for one of our listeners. And uh, this comes from uh, Alfred, and uh, he sent us a very nice uh, card with a picture on it, beautiful picture. And in there he says, please, please pray for family for the passing of my dad. Thanks and God bless. And, uh, and we do uh, want to lift him up in prayer um, for that. We don't necessarily know all that he's going through with that, but we know that any time you lose a family member, that is a very difficult time. Amen. And, you know, I always use the term that, when you're a Christian, uh, you never lose uh, anyone. It's just a homecoming. And uh, you do lose them if they're not Christian. Uh, but if they're Christian, uh, you will find them again. Um, and how do we know that? Uh, because uh, in First Corinthians chapter 13, it, it talks about, uh, you know, people have asked the question, will we know each other? And it does teach us that we will be known even as we are known. This is what the Apostle Paul is saying in First Corinthians chapter 13. We will be known even as we are known. Mm. So that's a really good scripture on the fact that we will know each other in heaven and fellowship. And so uh, we never lose anything. It's just a homecoming. Uh, but we do lose those who are not believers because they go to a place separate from heaven, uh, but which is known as hell. And you don't want to go there. Uh, as Brother Jim has said, uh, we need $1,200 by August the 18th, and we are encouraging people to step up in order for us to be on the air, uh, answering your questions and teaching and preaching and ans- uh, answering questions and, and just uh, praying for you. Uh, we need to be able to take care of this uh, $1,200 by uh, August 18th. So we want your prayers as well as your support, and as Brother Jim has said there's uh, different ways you can 
uh, respond to that. We hope that some people respond even tonight, uh, just going to contendingfaith.org or Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And we are so blessed, uh, before we get to our callers, we're so blessed to have a good friend of mine uh, in the studio, Bomani Green, and it's a blessing to have you with us uh, to tonight, Brother Bo. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, a pleasure to be here. Privilege. Amen. And we trust that your family's doing well and everybody. Everybody's doing well. Amen. Thank you very much. Amen. Uh, Brother Bo, uh, when you hear him and you don't get him mixed up with uh, Cece, because uh, both of them sound alike. We just can't wait to meet CC so we can see how much they look alike because they sound alike, but uh, we can't wait to see what he looks like so we can compare the differences. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to uh, our callers, Brother Jim. Amen. Well, it looks like our first caller is Sally in Marin. Sally, are you there? Yes. How are you doing? Well, full of mischief as usual. Well, we hope it's good yes. mischief. God. God is good. Amen. We don't. We don't want you to be in bad trouble. We don't want you to be involved with bad mischief. Except I burned a boiled egg. I mean, I was I was hard boiling an egg and I burned it today, so I still have problems. Uh, well, we will pray for <laughs> we will pray for you around that. It's better to burn that than to burn a finger or <laughs> <laughs> burn something on your body. And Talking how, about burning. Yeah. Uh, when I was doing a 10-minute talk for uh, Juvenile Hall, and I've now retired because this winter was pretty tough on me, uh, I realized that um, the first fire was before the first, uh, well, the first sacrifice. And the first fire, the angel of the Lord stood at the at the entrance to the garden and kept Adam and Eve out with a fiery sword? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, you're absolutely right. And you're talking about the word first, you know, that's what I've been teaching on. First uh, home, first temptation. And the first fire would be in the Garden of Eden. It's amazing how many firsts you have in the Garden of Eden. So you're raising an important point and a truth there and we say a healthy amen to that, my sister. Thank you for uh, mentioning that. Can I can I ask about that too? Didn't God have to teach meteor uh, mineral mineralo- mineralogy? I don't know how to spell it. Mineralogy to to the first uh, people. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did they learn to to get oil and out of rock and and gold and silver and whatnot? Didn't 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 God have to teach them through through the uh, sons of Eber? Well, well, you know, the, the God it simply gave them the wisdom and knowledge. Uh, okay. You know, there were some people that just uh, uh, had never been taught by others, but God just uh, gave them wisdom and knowledge, and they were able to do that even before Eber and all of them. So. Uh, you know, God always operated by, you know, uh, a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge. And a word of wisdom and knowledge doesn't just start with uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, talking about the uh, gifts of grace. But uh, God, throughout the Old Testament, was giving people wisdom and knowledge to uh, do what they did and all of the different people. And they were talented. They were talented with those uh, gifts 
but the wisdom with the talent just made them naturally do it. So that was first also. You're right. That's first also. Okay. Oh, it's wonderful to have the Bible. Oh, it is. And uh, keep reading it, and it's always good to hear from you. Well, too, not too often, I hope. Uh, well, okay. Oh, by the way, please uh, uh, give Rick our love, because he put um, uh, Deborah and I together, and we have such a good time. We we talk on the, on the telephone. I read to her once a week, Lord willing. Well, and it has been just really a, a very interesting um, combination. Well, thank you so much for being there, uh, ministering with her. And uh, we thought about you, and Rick and I were praying one day, and we say this, uh, she really gets lonely, and she wants to fellowship with uh, a, a woman, Christian, and we thought about you. The Lord put you on our hearts, and and we're just glad there's a perfect fit there in the Lord. And uh, keep on uh, letting the Lord use you in that area because she's a wonderful person, and she's very knowledgeable. And matter of fact, she took a class uh, from me many years ago. I think it might have been apologetics. And what we did was we worked it out where we uh, went to her uh, home, uh, and uh, would uh, test her, and then we would kind of like my wife and I and Rick, and we would go there and give her the information, and she ended up getting a, a, a B or an A out of the class. And so she's a very sharp lady when it comes to the Lord, and uh, so you you got a person who loves the Lord and hungry for the Word, so I'm glad that you guys are doing well together. It's It's been really interesting. We're reading. We're reading a book about the journey through the land with Jesus. Amen. And it's a thirty-day, but we're taking oh, I don't know, four or five months, I guess, once a week. And neither one of us has been to Israel, and so it was. It's been. It's been really fun, and I think the Lord gave me that book at a bookstore. I have no idea why I picked it up, and this was, oh, maybe two thousand one. So you know. When when you put on the armor of God every day and he leads you to do things which save money and and works out to be useful later on, I mean, it's amazing. Amen. Well, thank, you so, thank you so much for your call. God bless. All righty. Well, we're going to uh, – we know we have Cece there, and he's patient, but we want to get to Rick because he uh, has uh, surgery coming up, and – uh, we want to hear from Brother Rick and just have him to share what's been on his heart and what's been going on and uh, give us an update on his status. Are you there, Rick? Uh, yes, I am. How, How are you doing, you? my Hi, brother? Brother Rick. How are I'm you? Hear from you. I'm blessed by your teaching tonight. Well, thank you. Well, what bless you by the teaching? I, I think what it teaches us is that uh, how much uh, how much we think we're— sin is probably thinking we're in control when God is really in control. Mm-hmm. And when we don't trust that God is in control, we get we get ourselves into trouble all the time. And, and show and show that when we start sinning in the first place, I mean, when we first, uh, I mean, I think about when God said, "Adam, where are you?" Mm-hmm. Eve was the one. Eve was the one that was deceived, but Adam was not there when Eve needed her, needed him. Mm-hmm. So that that was one thing that was on my mind because. I, because God made man and woman to work together, not separate. Mm-hmm. 
And when they go into the battle separately, it's a losing proposition. That is so true, Brother Rick. So true. So I, I, want, I just wanted to piggyback off that. I can piggyback ten million other things, but uh, I want to get I want to get on to the. Um, I just I just want to assure everybody right now. We prayed about it. You and I had a very good talk uh, the other day. I talked with my doctor. I talked with my family members. And you know, when we, and when we pray, we want to have that sense of peace about it. I've, I've been through the hospital. Uh, for, I've been through the hospital in and out for over over a couple of years, and it just it just came it just came down to my heart of getting off the merry-go-round right now. And it's not it's not a, it's not a form of quitting because you and I talked about the fact that even if we even if we lose a physical part of our body, and we're believers, we're going to get a glorified body anyway. So I want to I want to just encourage everybody about that. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I would have preferred not to have done it, but it, it's it, it is what it is right now. And uh, what, what, I, what I'm going to ask everybody for is ask for the prayers, the support, and uh, and, and uh, you know, it's just uh, I, I think what what means more than anything else is just uh, just the fact that I know that you're there. Amen. Amen. And you hit it on the nose of something I was sharing with you the other day is that you're going to be getting a new body anyway, and uh, that's not going to suffer uh, the uh, problems of this life. And so uh, that uh, corruption must put on incorruption, you know, that mortal must put on immortality. So you're going to have a whole new body and uh, like uh, Johnny Erickson Tata one time said, one day she'll be able to hurdle over the pearly gates of heaven, and you too, my brother. So uh, we just appreciate your spirit. It's a confirmation that you mentioned the word peace because Bomani, he said he had a chance to talk with you, and he mentioned about uh, he sensed peace about you. And uh, then you mentioned the word peace, so I wrote down here on my notes to Bomani, and I said this is a confirmation uh, right now, and then one day you'll be getting a prosthesis, and you'll be able to be good as new, uh, you know. And they're going to be much better off in the future. So uh, let's everybody pray for Brother Rick uh, for uh, you know August the thirteenth. Uh, he'll be going in around two. Is it two or three o'clock? It's going to be the, the, the actual surgery is scheduled for two thirty, give or take. Okay. But- and then, and then, then it's gonna, that's four days in the hospital, and then and then they're transferring over over to a, a acute care clinic, mm-hmm. where they're gonna start they're gonna start the therapy on me being without the leg, and then about a month later they'll fit me with the prosthesis. Right. Pray for me that uh, the the surgery goes. Uh, pray that there's no infections there, or if there are any infections that they are removed, and and then I'm able to carry on. Amen. And one of the things I do lust for, I, I have to confess, I need to exercise. Amen. Well, that's uh, something that we all need to do, Brother Rick. We all need to be faithful with that. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to ask Brother Bomani right now to uh, pray for you before we go to the commercial break, and then we'll get to Cece because uh, he's been patiently waiting. Uh, let's have our Brother Bomani uh, uh, say something to you, and then he's going to uh, pray for you as well as well, let's have Brother Jim say something to you. Uh, then we'll have Bomani to pray for you, Brother Jim. All right. Uh, well, 
Rick, it's so good to hear your voice. And uh, it just was, as I was listening to you, I was thinking, you know, God's not done with you yet. And and he, uh, you may be going through some trials and stuff like that, and we're praying for you. But the main thing is God is still working in you. He's working through you, and I'm excited to find out what he's going to be doing through you. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen. And let me just say this to add to what Jim said. Uh, I've always said this, and I say it to you, but everybody that's listening, uh, when you're down to nothing, what do I always say, Rick? God. God is always up to something. There you go. You're down to your wit's end, but man's extremity is God's opportunity. When you're down to nothing, God is always up to something. He's up to, up to something greater than you've ever imagined before. And uh, so we're looking forward to experiencing that greatness with you. Brother Bo, you want to say something to him before you uh, have the prayer? Yeah, Brother Rick, I just, uh, you know, just glad it's been a good good time knowing you and, just, you know, your spirit is always an up, upbeat person and positive and, you know, real godly person uh, to be around. And I just thank you for that, you know, just, just really, really godly, really influential, a uh, good person. I just thank you. Amen. And um, bro- by the way, Brother Rick has been with me about almost 20 years now in ministry and a faithful brother and he was our first uh foam uh counselor and now we have uh minister manning who's doing an excellent job and rick mentored uh brother manning so uh, we thank god for brother manning i want to thank, all, thank all the people for me especially brother manning he's been and and and, 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 I, and i love the fact that brother manning has grown over the years i've got to know him and he's uh, showing me how faithful he is as a brother in Christ. Amen. And we also want to give some kudos out to Brother Vince. Uh, I would say out of all the engineers that we've had, Brother Vince is one of the best in the house. So we appreciate Brother Vince as well. We want to acknowledge him as well. So, hey, hi, Amen. And, and Rick says amen to that. Okay, Brother Bo, let's, uh, let's pray for Brother Rick. Lord God, we just thank you for... Just another day, Lord. Thank you for just, um, you know, finally getting to a point where, you know, Brother Rick has to go ahead and go under the knife, Lord. But we know that you're ahead of him. You went out ahead and you're uh, making a pathway for him. Uh, you know, we just pray that you give the doctors wisdom, Lord. You know, but first I want to just pray that or just thank you for just giving him peace around the situation. I mean, when you think about having to lose a limb, I mean, it can be very stressful and, and all that, just nerve wracking. But, Lord, just thank you for, for giving him peace. Um, and, you know, thank you that he prayed and you've, you've confirmed with him that it's going to be all right. Um, you know, like I said, be with the doctors, Lord. We pray that for no infections, Lord. Pray that uh, everything goes well with that and that he can just uh, carry on. And, um, you know, with that. and we continue to back him up, you know, and just look and just lift him up and continue to just be there for him and do, you know, give him what he needs, Lord. And, um, you know, uh, it seems like he's been convicted about exercise, Lord, just, um, you know, continue to just convict his heart about doing what he needs to do in physical therapy, getting more exercise so he can be the best uh, Rick he can be, Lord. And we just thank you for for all you've done for him, and we just lift you up right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Bo. Thank you, Brother Rick. God bless you, and I'll be talking to you soon. We'll be talking. God bless. All right. Thanks for calling, too. Take care. All All right. Well, we've got to take a break, and uh, when we get back from uh, from this break, we will take some more phone calls from you. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark, and I'm in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner and Bomani, and we are taking your calls. 
And right now, I think we want to go right back into the calls, Dr. Buckner. Let's do that. All I right. believe we have uh, CC patiently CC, waiting. Yes, he is. CC, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. How are you doing there? I'm, I'm hanging there. How are you doing? Uh, I'm blessed. Are you sure I'm not talking to Bomani? Yeah, I'm looking at Bomani right now. I'm trying to see if his lips are moving. You know, he might be he might be trying to pull one over on us. <laughs> yeah, we got some serious tricks going on. Here. Man, you, you guys are just your voices. I can't wait to see how you look. See if you and the, you and Bomani look alike. How old are you, CC? <laughs> pretty young. Pretty young. What's pretty young? Huh? What's pretty I'm young? Still young. Um, I'm still in my youth. You still in your youth? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 13? What, what are we talking about oh, here? No, not 13, but I'm, I'm, I'm a young adult. <laughs> okay, young adult, yeah, because you still, when you said still in your youth, he says uh, that's why he went with the 13. <laughs> well, Bo Money, you're, uh, you're not, uh, you don't mind telling your age, right? I'll be 40 this year. 40 this year? Yeah. Now, you're younger than 40? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, I'll stop melting with that age thing. Okay, let's get this. That's still considered a youth, too. That's, that's pretty young still, too. I, I saw that. I, I looked up. I've seen that in the Bible a few times. Right. Amen. Amen. That encourages me. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> you realize it's over now after 40, right? You're an old man after 40. What about 50? You say the same thing about 50? Uh, I don't know about 50. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys have put him in the grave. We got to get to some questions. <laughs> Amen to that. All righty. So, uh, brother, what? The, how did God minister to you? Uh, two questions. How did He minister to you uh, with the teaching? And then after that, uh, let us know uh, your feelings around brother Rick and your heart around praying for him. So let's start with what did you get out of the teaching tonight? Well, first of all, I didn't know I didn't know it was that many. Uh, I never noticed there was that many firsts in the in the book of Genesis. Like you know, say when you talked about you know the first creation and you know the, the first week and and uh, you know Adam and Eve and, and you know say the first religion you know and the first sacrifice was made in the garden. I wasn't. I mean, you know, I never really dwelled on it. You know, I, so it was really a lot. I was like, wow, I didn't really realize it was that many. You know, firsts in there. And then I like how you. Um, tied it into, you know, how they tried to sow on fig leaves and, and work out their salvation and how you work it into how all the different cults and religions and the Jehovah Witnesses, especially the Mormons too, how they how they um you know, they they fall into that category, especially what they teach with Joseph Smith and all this other stuff. So um it was it was really it was really enlightening. I didn't really I really did not realize there was that many firsts in there and it was it was awesome. And then I like how you tied it how it actually tied how you uh, Christ was exalted in that message because you know how you pointed the sacrifice to Jesus Christ and you said how all the sacrifices was a typology that pointed to Jesus who was the Lamb and the Lamb was used. Amen. Well said. Well said. Well, it it was an enlightenment uh, message uh, tonight, and we appreciate that uh, good feedback. There, you always do a good job and uh, giving back good feedback, and we appreciate that and. We uh, pray that others have been blessed as well as you tonight who've heard this, and we uh, also pray that people will keep praying for us and step up and just uh, give on a huge level so we can have uh, the amount, the 1,200. We're, we're believing and we're receiving, and uh, 
achieving uh, this miracle that God will do before the 18th. So those who are hearing tonight and you've been blessed by this program, this is an opportunity for you to say, you know what, I spent so much money on this material thing and secular thing and uh, all this stuff. Let me do something for the kingdom of God. You know, the only thing that really matters in this life, I want to say this, I want to be really real with you about this, those who have been so busy uh, this summer with work and family and vacationing, you spend so much money on all those things. And remember the words of Jesus where he says, lay up not for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust and thieves break in, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. What are you doing for the kingdom business and kingdom work? What are you doing? How are you investing in that? The challenge is to you who are listening tonight. Are you just investing in this world? You know, Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You know, so you really got to start thinking on heavenly things, you know, and helping out the kingdom because we're reaching a lot of people. And every time you give, you're contributing to that. So um, and so you want to say something about Brother Rick? I know you've had contact with him and you've talked with him uh, as a phone counselor. And what's on your heart? Hello? Yeah, what's on your heart regarding uh, Brother Rick? Yeah. You, you've you talked to him many hey, times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just I've been I've been keeping him actually in prayer, you know, on my own a lot. And I mean, he's he's been he's been on my heart a lot, you know. And and he's been like a, such a blessing to me. And just to hear him have that attitude like he had right now lets me know that he's walking with Christ. Because I mean, it's easy for you know somebody to listen to it and say, oh yeah, you getting your your a body part taken off. But when you're that person. It's a whole different thing, and so I know he's had a lot of support from you guys and a lot of prayer, and it, it just shows me um, how blessed you guys' ministry is through Jesus Christ, because only Christ can strengthen somebody to have that kind of attitude, and you can hear his love for God, too, and his enthusiasm, and that encourages me. If he can have that type of attitude, and I, I worry about stuff that's way less than that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I commend him, and I, 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 even when you said, even you had said that you wanted us to pray for him before you, before you even finished the sentence, I was already praying for him. Amen. You know what? That's a major point you just raised because we get so caught up into these little infirmities that we have, and then when we think about people like Rick, uh, who's going through this, you know, because of diabetes and Parkinson and. People who have no legs, they have no arms, they have no eyes, uh, you know, their hearing is gone. You know, we really need to stop uh, being upset with life and God for things that we uh, don't have and thank God for the things that we do have and humble ourselves because there's a lot of people in this world that have it a lot worse than we do. And uh, when you think you're really being persecuted, you know, you need to be dropped off sometime in some of these areas and these uh, countries where Christians are really being killed and and stoned to death and bombed and churches. Your problems is nothing in comparison to some of the people in the world. So we need to stop having these pity parties and uh, going into these little shells 
and uh, be humble and thankful for what we do have. And uh, you had a question. Uh, I think you were going to uh, give some feedback on something. Uh, is that what you have on your heart? Um, you told me to uh, do my study on Romans chapter three, and then give you. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's enough time. I think you guys got to close now, but you had told me to um, do my. I guess do my research and uh, what what I had found on this passage, and I had found a couple. You know, I did my research, but. I don't. I don't think we have. A, I don't know if we. Yeah, what we'll do. Then. What we'll do with that. Let's uh, Romans three and what was the verse again? Uh, is a uh, Romans three verse one where it says, "What advantage then has the Jew, or what profit is there of circumcision?" Oh, okay. No, that's not the. That's not the one. It was, it was. It was. Excuse me. It was the one verse seven where it says, "For if the truth of God has abounded, has more abounded through my lie unto His glory, why yet am I also judge a sinner?" Verse seven of Romans chapter three. Okay, I tell you what, <clears throat> we won't be in the studio next week. Uh, this has been a really hectic uh, month, uh, last month and this month. We'll be back on the 18th, and we'll be going full throttle. Uh, but let's pick up with that on the, the 18th, and uh, and then we'll give you more time to just let us know what your homework was, and then I'll add some things to it. But let's get to your prayer request. Okay, um, first of all, again, I, we can lift up Rick, again, never too much prayer. Pray for him, um, pray for uh, my family, and um, you can pray for me. And um, also, I just want to lift up um, celebrities and uh, a general of um, M&M, and then i like to lift up 50 Cent and um, what's that, bo- the boxer's name? Uh, I forget the box, boxer name. Mayweather. Yeah, Mayweather, yeah, because they're feuding right now, and it's, it's really something going on. I, I, we need to God to end that. You know, I mean, Tupac and Biggie already died over something senseless. You know, it's, this is this is senseless. Mm-hmm. And my mother and my father and my family. Okay. All righty. Well, we're going to have uh, Brother Bo uh, to pray for these prayer requests because uh, he's a praying man, and we're going to have him to do that. Brother Bo. Lord God, just <clears throat> first want to give thanks just for CC. You know him, him being so faithful. Every every time we turn on the radio on uh, Saturday evenings, we we can count on hearing from him. Yes. And the way that he studies the word and delivers his understanding of the word, it really helps out our listeners. It's definitely part of the ministry. Uh, I just want to thank you for that. Thank you for him being concerned. You know, of course, about Brother Rick, and uh, continue to just uh, lift him up. Uh, you know, around everything that's going on with the surgery. Uh, we pray for Brother CC's, Brother CC's family. You know his mother, father, everyone in his family. Um, you know what's going on with them, Lord. We just pray that you would, um, you know, uh, be with them and continue to just guide them in the right direction, Lord. Pray for Brother CC himself, Lord, in the same way. Um, and uh, we just thank you for his heart for the celebrities, the different people that we we hear about in the news. And um, you know, it's, it's it's sometimes a hard life just having to deal with uh, fame and, and riches. Sometimes people can't handle it. Um, Eminem, 50 Cent, Mayweather, you know, yeah, we don't want to see any more senseless killings, you know, of, 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 of celebrities and things like that, Lord. We just ask that you intervene in their lives and, um, you know, cause them to see the light, Lord, um, as we say. Um, we just thank you. Like you say, thank you for Brother brother CC. Continue to lift him up. Continue to have him continue to learn about your word and share it with us, Lord. And we pray for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Brother Bo. CC, thank you so much for your call and uh, God bless you and thank you for your feedback.
Oh, thank you. Hey, remember, Bo, you, you still a youth, man. Got a long way to go. Hey, man, at least at least 10 more years. I got this. Yeah, Ten yeah. More. It's, it's written. That, that's still, still very, very young. Hey, man. Hey, man. I appreciate that. Solomon. It says Solomon was younger than inexperienced in, in the passage, and he was 41 years old. Okay. All right. Yeah. And they said, I think somewhere in there it says Moses was even older than that. He still had his strength. <laughs> Amen. 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 There you go. All right, CC. God bless you. God okay. bless. All righty. Well, we got one more caller left, and let's uh, very quickly go to Laura. Laura, are you there? Hi. How are you doing this evening? I'm blessed. Thank you. All righty. Well, uh, thank you for calling in, and let's use our time wisely. We have about three minutes, so what's on your heart, and, and uh, you need prayer, or you have a question, or what's on your heart tonight? I've been trying to to, to really contact you because I, I want to, you know, do a donation, but I want to do it, like, you know, continuous, you know, every month, and um, I wanted to use my credit card, so I don't know how. I don't know if I can do that or not. Yes, you can. Appreciate your call, and we are trusting that more people will call in like this, uh, Laura, and just respond and let the Holy Spirit speak to them. And Jim is going to tell you how to do that in, uh, by contendingfaith.org. So Jim is going to share that with you. You have a pen and paper? Yes, I do. Okay, he's going to go through this uh, slow so you can hear it and others can hear it as well he'll go over it several times and want to make sure you get it brother jim okay well you have a computer i presume i don't have a computer but but i can i can get it my daughter knows how to do computer i i don't have a computer okay Uh, well if um that is the easiest way if you can uh, work with her to to go on to the site which is contendingfaith.org then uh, that makes it the, that's the easy way to make the donation because there's a donate button right on there, and she can uh, she can uh, make a donation through through the website that way. Or you you know tell them the way they can do it through the mail too. Right. So um, another another way is to ha- is to send a check, or you can even have your bank send a check. Um, that's the way I do it, by the way. So uh, I just have a recurring um, check sent every month to Contending for the Faith, and I just put in the address for Contending for the Faith, and uh, and it shows up. And so it makes thank, it real easy. We want to thank the Lord for you, Brother Jim, and, and Kim as well, because you guys have been faithful every month, uh, giving a certain amount to Contending for the Faith. So, Laura, did you get that? A continue, uh, uh, continue for the Faith. No. So Are they, yeah, so the, the so the website that you want to type in, is contending, the word contending, uh-huh. and then faith. faith. There's no for the in the middle. There's just contending faith. Faith. And then dot, dot org, dot org, O-R-G. The, okay. uh, if you, if you do go through that way, that's the website. That's the, probably the easiest way. And then you can also, um, you can put in, you can, in your bank, you can set it up to send it right to the address, which is contending for the faith. P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. 553. Right. You say it so fast. I'm sorry. I do say it fast, don't I? Let me do that again. P.O. Box 553. And then the city is Tiburon. How do you spell that? T-I-B. What? I can't, I'm sorry. T is in toy. Yeah. I. Uh-huh. B is in boy. 
Okay. U. Uh-huh. R. R. O. O. N. N. Correct. California. And, and the zip code is 94920. Okay. And then also, you, do you have our telephone number? Uh, just give me your telephone, because you don't hardly ever, you don't hardly ever uh, say your telephone number. Okay. It's 415. 1778. Yes. All right. And uh, we look forward to getting that blessing from you. We have to go right now, but give us a call, too. All right. So that's everything I have to say at the end, except for please keep us in your prayers until next week. At this time, when we once again give you an opportunity to ask questions, make comments and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.